Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Humanity First here at BAMSI. It's been uh, an interesting week. Uh, we began the, when we began the podcast last week. We were just beginning um, Direct Support Professionals Week, which to me uh, is the pinnacle of the year, really, especially in terms of what we've just been through. And we talked about that last week and about how every week should be indeed Direct Support Professionals Week and. Um, I think we had a lovely week of uh, messaging and 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 I heard a lot from people um, around what it meant to be recognized and uh, in fact we have a special guest today Yulia Lego hi Yulia how are you and Yulia is our executive administrative officer and um, over the past week, I know that you've been. I, I know your your week is always busy, but you were particularly busy a couple of Fridays ago um, when I heard, and I wasn't here, of course, I was on vacation. That you were um, uh, folding T-shirts and uh, getting carpal tunnel syndrome from uh, from the number of T-shirts you were putting into bags for Direct Support Professionals Day. Yes, it was a great activity. We had gathered um, ninety different bags, baskets, um, in the Bowman Conference Room and had ordered, I think, 1,200 T-shirts and put together these really nice care packages for each of the DSP programs. Um, So it was fun. I went out with Lee Lopes and we picked out what we thought would be appreciative gifts, um, snacks, and some just different care items. Um, And the T-shirts, of course, were a big hit. So we had a couple of the VPs from the residential program and Jill Conlon, the EVP of the program, working at rolling T-shirts and (laughs) packing the bags, skits, and making them look pretty, and then delivering them to all of the programs around Bamsey. That's really nice. Um, As I said, I heard some really nice feedback. I I wonder if you got any direct feedback when you were there. (laughs) People really just liked being appreciated Mm -hmm. and were... That people are taking time to recognize the work that they do. It's it's incredibly difficult job, mm-hmm. um, and so meaningful and important. It's it's I think oftentimes underappreciated. And so knowing that people throughout the organization, people who sit in you know administration, are thinking about the work that's being done and thinking about how they can show their appreciation um, means a lot. It's um, it's really important for us all to be connected to the to that work because that's the work that runs this organization. You know, when I think about it, I said to somebody the other day, uh, and actually today we're going to be giving testimony at the Senate hearings on uh, the spending of the American Rescue Plan Act money, and I'm actually going to be saying we need money for the long term for people so that people can build their lives and so that they can have a living wage which allows them not to work two or three jobs i'm going to be saying that this afternoon and and that that really is the message that we have to get over so that we get the rates that we can um actually you know pay people um a living wage to do this work instead of uh, instead of having to do two or three jobs but it begins always with appreciation but it's always it's also about action what action are we taking to make sure that we're taking care of people if we could set the rates for those jobs they would be much more than what we're paying that's and right it's really frustrating that we can't do that yeah and and one of the things I think is now, if it's not going to happen now, will it ever happen given that, you know, the last year has been – this country has essentially been run by essential workers. Well, I said essentially twice there. But but it, it has been run by the people who are doing the work and, and, and we have to bear that in mind. And we 
have to show them how much that's valued. That's right. That's right. Well, BAMSI's sort of moving uh, along and, and taking on lots of projects and, you know, your, your project central. I know I you've got projects. so many projects on at the moment. Um, I, I don't know how you juggle them all, but, um, but one of the things that we've been doing over the last, um, probably year, nine months to a year is looking at branding. So I thought it'd be really good today to sort of chat a little bit about that because there's a lot of myths about branding. And I guess I would say, let me begin by doing the full disclosure piece because when I worked in direct care and I heard about branding, I always used to think, well, what are we doing that for? How does that affect what I do on a daily basis? And nobody ever really answered that question when I, was, when I worked in the field. Um, and I think it's important that we do answer that question and put it in context of what we're trying to do in our community but also what we're trying to do within our organization because um, branding is not just – and I don't want to steal your thunder here but, – but, but the way that I thought about it back there, back then was, well, doesn't that just mean that the, your tagline and your slogan and, your, uh, and, and that your logo change? Now, sometimes it does and maybe your name changed. But there's so much more to that. And, and as you've sort of been honchoing this project over the last year, there isn't anyone in the organization that knows more about this in terms of the science, but also how it's going to affect BAMSI. So let's start by why did we, why did we want to uh, address this issue of rebranding? And what does actually brand mean? Well, so brand itself, I'm thinking of the definition, is actually a, is almost a logo. Brand, you know, comes from... Um, branding cattle. Hmm. But um, when I start every presentation about branding with what you just said, brand is not a logo. A brand is your your corporate identity. Um, it's, it's who you are, what you value, and the feelings and emotions that you engender in the community in which you serve. So every few years, a company should look at its brand. It's like every few years, you should address if you're meeting your own goals and if you're living your own values. Um, so sometimes when you look at your values and you look at your services and you look how you're perceived in the community, you decide that your visual representation, your brand, your logo, your colors don't match anymore, and that's when you might update your logo. Is that, is that true of us now? It, it is in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we, we did 33 stakeholder interviews mm-hmm. and two surveys of BAMSI employees um, to kind of get what people think about BAMSI. And we they thought really great things. So caring, welcoming, diverse, um, really things that we could be proud of. But then you look at the maroon and the gray, and like, well, that's, that's not really welcoming colors. It, it doesn't feel diverse. It doesn't feel innovative. Um, so we, we went through a process where we brought the consultant, suggested a new color palette that is bright and warm and welcoming, and it's, it feels totally different. Um, in terms of that emotion you get, it's, it's exactly what we want for people. So wait a minute. So there's some science and some research involved in this? There is so much science and so much research. Really? It, it's, you know, you can just have your cousin draw, draw a doodle <laughs> and make that your logo, and that could be fine. But if you're doing it right, it's, it's thinking about how the colors interact. What's the psychology of the different colors? Right. You know, yellow means something different than red. Um, and a blue has certain connotations. 
how the image um, will be reprinted. What if you do a single color, multicolor, grayscale? If the font type can be uploaded digitally, um, how does it look in print? How does it look on a computer screen? There's lots of things to consider that I that most people just don't think about. Right. But it's also a very personal thing for people, right? And I remember uh, I liked the color red because when I was in infant school, uh, I, uh, all of the groups were defined by color and mine was red. has nothing really to do with anything except a personal preference. When we get into thinking about color for branding, and, and I want to get off this because I want to get into the broader uh, conversation about it. But when we get into um, color, there's a whole science in terms of the softness of the color, the, the gender of the color, if you know what I mean. And, and, mm-hmm. th- and those are things that I think we've learned over the, over the past um, year or so. And how inviting that is to multiple cultures, for instance. All of that really has come to a point where we've decided to make a change in terms of our colors and our logo. Um, talk about the name a little bit, though. So... BAMSI stands for, or has historically stood for, Brockton Area Multiservice Incorporated. And as part of our research, we talked to people, and most everyone had no idea what BAMSI stood for. Um, but those that did felt that Brockton was, didn't really represent us anymore, didn't really know what multiservices were, um, oftentimes confused us, confused us with the Brockton Multiservice Center. It, it, the name didn't fit right. who we were. Um, but Bamsey was what we were known as, and people loved that. A little bit like Geico. Geico, exactly. Yeah. No one knows what Geico stands for, but everyone knows Geico. And if Geico changed its name, Nobody they would, would lose know. business left and right. Uh, yep. <laughs> and the gecko. They yeah. have to keep the gecko. They have to get, yeah, because he's English. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so we decided, you know, we hired a copywriter who came in and presented a couple different options, and the one that worked best was build, advance, maintain, success, and independence. Um, and that, you know, took a little while to get used to it, um, but the whole committee that was working on it ended up really liking that one the best. Right, because that gets us out of being a regional organization. And, you know, uh, I remember at the board meeting, board members were questioning, you know, well, what, why build, advance, maintain, success, and independence? I don't see the person served in there. I don't see how that makes us a caring organization. Um, and Joanne Thomas, one of our board members, spoke up and said, well, when someone asks what BAMSI does, I can say BAMSI builds, advance, maintains, success, and independence for the people we serve. Um, and suddenly it clicked. Yeah, I think I, I, I think it did. And I think, you know, in the, in the minute that we have left, though, just broadening out the whole conversation, we, our, our branding follows our function, really, in terms of what we're trying to do here at BAMSI, right? Yes. It's all about who we are as an agency. So what kind of an employer we are, um, that we want to be an employer of choice. So we're working at being more open, more transparent, more appreciative of our staff and communicating that more clearly, um, communicating our decision-making processes more clearly, having these listening and learning sessions and these podcasts and open office hours so people can have access to leadership. Um, the increased wages that we've offered, the um, educational programs, all these things because BAMSI wants to live into its values of being an inclusive workplace that really supports its employees. 
Well, you know, Yulia, this has been a great conversation and, and it, I feel as if we're, we're just at the beginning of it. So we'll come back to this. But thank you so much for spending a few minutes beginning the conversation about where we're going. Thank you so much. Thank you.